I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is Blumadiddle. Your somewhat reliable source of information for most things. Most things, Keith. And tonight, Keith, we have the Flumadiddle Hall of Fame Superstar Rangers here with us tonight. We do. We have two Flumadiddlers. We guess, have guest Flumadiddlers. We have your Matt and my Matt. Let's clarify right. that. You got a buddy here with you tonight. You want to introduce you? This is Ben Taylor. Say hey. Say hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And we got my brother Matt Cheatwood here in the house. Hello, so beautiful Matt, people. Beautiful people. So we're. What do we got going on tonight? I tell you what, Keith. Before we All do right. anything else, let's talk about Marlene. And I don't even think we need to get a hold of Marlene because I don't think Marlene knows that we love her so much. We kind of wanted to be a surprise, though. I hope she's okay with that. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. Anytime you surprise somebody with money, it's usually okay. Yeah, it's usually okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Marlene's got this thing called Widow's Link, Keith. So tell the folks about Widow's Link real quick. Well, they do a lot of different things. They connect widows with other people mainly. They do that through churches. But um, they also do a cruise every year for the yep. widows, and that helps them connect with other widows. And it's just a great sense of joy in their life. But... A lot of times, widows are on fixed incomes, and they wouldn't be able to afford even the discounted rate of that cruise. So me and John are raising money to do scholarships for that cruise. Exactly. So Marlene, we met her at, we'll just say, at a conference we were at, Yeah. and she lost a spouse a number of years ago and was trying to find her way out of that, and part of her way of finding her way out of the darkness was to uh, shine some light into the lives of others. So yeah. anyway, Marlene doesn't know how much we love her yet, but... We're so you try can to, uh, donate on yeah on our uh, Facebook page. Oh yeah, and please do. And if you do, Go please find me. exactly. Mm-hmm. Please send us an email. Drop us a link on the Flumadiddle Facebook page. If you do, we'll shout you out on the podcast. So, Keith, speaking of podcast, all right, this is the most famous podcast. Okay, I did a I did a survey of four people survey. just recently, and they said this was their favorite. So four out of podcast. four people four present out of four people say that this is their favorite exactly. podcast. Prefer, yeah. Prefer Flumadiddle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we going to do, Keith? Get us started, man. Man, we're talking about some Texas Rangers some tonight. Some Texas Rangers. So, you know the most famous Texas Ranger I know? Nolan Ryan. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> so is that what we're talking about? We're not talking about that kind of Texas No, we're not talking about the, the Pretty familiar with that, no, that exactly. Texas Ranger. There exactly. You go. So, uh, but we got something a little different. We're talking like Lonesome Dove, like... Yeah. Old West. So let's start there. Alamo. What do you guys think of when you uh, think of a Texas Ranger? Chuck Norris. There you Chuck go. Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Comanches and Mexicans. Right. That's there you go. <laughs> so that was their, the Republic that was of their Texas. enemies, right? The Republic of Texas. There you go. So just let's just define it. All right, do it. They're a, they're a state investigative law enforcement agency in the state of Idaho, right? Alabama. Okay. I think it's obvious where they're at. Texas, man. Texas. Texas. Right. Deep in the heart of Texas. So they got 152 officers, one forensic artist, and 16 civilian support personnel, six districts, and one headquarters district. But they're pretty prestigious. Right? Yeah. So for now, though, they're primarily like this top-level elite investigative unit they are the top level law enforcement in the state of texas so we're not so much focusing on now but we're more hitting on the legend where did it start right i mean we may make it up to now but the texas equivalent of the alabama bureau of investigation yeah probably except more elite because there's only like because they have hats and stars yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because they're legends. That's exactly. Right. But there's only Keith. Would you say there's only like a hundred of them or one hundred fifty-two? 
152. They cap it, man. Now, this is how elite they are. Eight years of prior law enforcement required to even apply. Okay. Um, that They have to be at least a level two state trooper. So if you're wondering whether or not they're above the state trooper, you have to be a, a level two state trooper before you can even apply to be a ranger. Gotcha. Uh, they, they're the kind of people that work on the major cases, you know, and uh, let's see, they do unsolved crimes, p- uh, public corruption, major cases, border security, and they have also have a special ops within the rangers, which is like... Uh, they do terrorist. Uh, Is it called the Chuck Norris yeah. Division? Yeah, that's, that's it. The that's Norris the special division, arms division. The Walker Division. All right, everybody give your favorite uh, Chuck Norris jokes while we're on Chuck Norris. Well, I have one. I learned it from Nate. <laughs> Let's see if I get this right. That's from my 10-year-old son, Nathan Clay. <laughs> Let's see if I get this right. So, one time a unicorn, one time a unicorn kicked Chuck Norris. That's why they no longer exist. There you go. All right. That sounds like a Nathan Jack. Yeah, it does. (laughs) One time a Diamondback Rattler bit Chuck Norris when he was taking a stroll through the Texas Flatlands. After multiple days of writhing in pain and agony, the snake finally died. There you go. go. All right. The reason why uh, there's no life on Mars is because Chuck Norris has been to Mars. (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's like 10,000 of them. There is, and they're all good. And and just a tip, if you have Alexa in your home, you can ask her to tell you a Chuck Norris joke, and she comes up with some pretty good ones. You know what? You know what I think about Chuck Norris? What's that? Not a lot, to be honest with you. (laughs) Like, Texas Ranger, what was it, Walker, Texas Ranger? Yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. That was a terrible show, man. Have you ever watched that lately? What? (laughs) I I, I was over at like a patient's house. I strongly disagree. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cool show. My mother would definitely strongly disagree. She loved that show, but she's a karate lady, you know, so there's a big karate element to that. And even a a South Korean karate lady. And Mm -hmm. Chuck Norris is always hap keto and all that. It's like South Korean martial arts stuff. Speaking of which, um, when Bruce Lee was first breaking into the American movie market over here, and uh, um, he was out in Hollywood, California. Chuck Norris was out there. And this is documented. This is a story that... uh, Chuck Norris has told himself, and he said that he met him and said, you want to come back and meet me at my hotel room? And they spent like eight hours sparring. Uh, Chuck Norris. Hours spor- spar- yeah. Sporing. Sporing. <laughs> sporing. <laughs> um, but he said, um, you know, he had to teach Bruce Lee to kick for the movies. You know, uh-huh. it's... It's well documented that they had he to was, slow down his kick so they yeah, could see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they couldn't film it because you know they would film a scene and you know Bruce Lee would wouldn't do anything on film. Said he was moving too fast for the camera to catch it. There wow, you go. but that's amazing. Yeah, seriously, that's we awesome. should do a Bruce Lee. Episode. We need or a, or a martial <laughs> yeah. arts one. Man, yeah. we talked about so, interviews. We can get your mom on here. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, your mom's like a fifty-second degree black belt yeah. in every yeah, martial arts. Yeah, she's got a few of them. She's and he, he taught Bruce Lee. You have to kick in like a wide swinging arc, or yeah. you gotta give this particular motion so that it looks good for the camera. He said, "That's not martial arts." You're right. Well, that's South <laughs> Korean stuff, right? Yeah. Know, is well, my mom always said that when she watched Chuck Norris. She's like, "I mean, those kicks look cool, but they're not real practical." No, you know? exactly. She knew it even watching him. So let's hit some history, man. Let's take it. Let's bring it back to the Texas Rangers here, man. What year was this elite force of country rednecks first created, Keith? Uh, well. Officially, 1840... 1835, 35, officially, okay. yeah. But, I mean, it was based on um, this 10-man band of, of men, 10 
people band of men, whatever. A band of called? gypsies. A band of ten men. Yeah, that, um, well, who was it? Austin. Stephen F. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Stone Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Is that right? Because that's Stone Cold Austin. No, Stephen, Stephen <laughs> Stone, F. Stone Austin. Stone yeah. Austin. So he started this bunch. He was, he's you know, the father you look of Texas, up, right? Exactly. Yeah. You look up, he's the, he's the number one out of the most famous whatever. So what about Stephen Austin? Well, he uh, well, there was about six to seven hundred new families that had migrated into Texas at okay. this time, and there was a lot of Indians and danger in the area, and so he got together ten men to protect them. Okay, I got you. So that seems like a big job to me. I had like ten. Fun men fact for about that: six hundred um, families. Most of them did not have any prior law enforcement experience. Wow, that's cool, and they even made a name for themselves, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously they were good enough that they based. Yeah. On that, it's what they base yeah. coming up well, with the Rangers for. I'm not so sure about those particular first ten, but a lot of the original Texas Rangers did not have prior law enforcement right. experience. I got you. But um, so yeah, 1835, and uh, so anyway, there's some ups and downs after that, right? Absolutely, man. <laughs> as there as there is in any um, marauding group of, uh, I don't know. So what's so some things early that on? In I'm the just 1800s. saying early on. We're somewhere between a marauding band of uh, whatevers and a law enforcement. We're in a gray. I think we're kind of in a gray area to start with. Right. You know, we're hitting on the positive notes, but it's not always a bright, shining picture of anybody when you're fighting Mexicans and uh, Indians in the 1800s. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Not only ups and downs in you know, when they were actually in force or disband, because they had times when they wasn't even a force. But what you're talking about there, they had kind of some gray marks on their record. Oh, yeah. Um, Post-Reconstruction was one of those times. I have to say, though, they were dealing with some pretty bad dudes. You know, the desperados, Mm -hmm. the gangs, criminals. Yeah, now, post-Reconstruction, you've got, like, you got all kinds of post-Civil War rebel bands who turn into some of the famous outlaws like Jesse James and his gang and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know if they ever made it to Texas, but oh, yeah. take us on down the line, Keith. Where are we? Over the notorious Sam Bass. The, uh, Sam Bass. Yeah. He creates like the penny loafers, right? Just right. Like penny yeah. loafer guy. Bass penny loafers. Yeah. Now he's the one that robbed the trains. You know, he was a train robber, but he was a notorious outlaw. But like, they were just kind of brutal. Um, actually, they called them at the time... Um, Los Diablos Teanos, which means... The Devils of Texas. The Texas Devils, yeah. All right. But it was because they were so brutal, but they had to be to match right. the brutality of these outlaws. And speaking of which, um, in the beginning, they didn't always have badges. They didn't want to wear badges because they didn't want to be identified because they were so outnumbered. Right. Yeah, now that's a recurring thing. In a lot of the stuff, they're always outnumbered. I think that's why they're presented as this kind of elite whatever. So if they started in 1835, when did they become an official recognized thing? Or let me ask you this. So we're starting out, a lot of these stories take place in the Republic of Texas. So mm-hmm. Texas is hoping not to even be a part of the United States. Yes, there was a time when they're they were to be their own country. Yeah. There's a lot of people now who would still like to I was like about Texas to say, there are people in country. Texas who, <laughs> who think to this day that Texas is its own country. Right, you can't tell them absolutely. otherwise. But, exactly. So when did they become an officially recognized entity, Keith? You got anything on that? Well, that was 1835 when they were officially Okay, so they were about to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a state then, so 
Um, right. I didn't look up when Texas actually. Well, we'll get one states. of our Does research know that? Uh, assistants to yeah. check that out there you go. here and find out when Texas actually became a state. There you go. And uh, right. so anyway, there was executions and torture that happened during that time. Yeah. So that's kind of a great mark. It's kind of shady stuff. Yeah. No, no, absolutely in the history. Um, let's see. After that, 1909, um, something famous happened there. There was a summit between Mexican President, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's Diaz is the last name, though. Porfirio Diaz and Taft. So, William uh, Henry Taft. Yeah, William Henry Taft. And um, so there was an assassination attempt on them, them and they thwarted that. So that was a... That's a good word, ain't it? Thwarted. thwarted. Yeah. All right, Keith. The word for the day. Thwarted. 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 All right, thwarted. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to the Hall of Justice here in Texas. <laughs> the Flumadiddle Texas Ranger Studios, if you will. In Gadsden, Alabama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, there was, there was this huge breakdown of law and order, though, in the early 1900s on I the Mexican border. And so here's what happened. You have to appoint more people. Well, when you have to appoint more people quickly, you can't really vet them very good. Yeah, right? then you get some shady characters in yeah, there. Yeah, so they got some shady characters in there. And they also told them, restore law and order by any means necessary. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Anytime you tell a group of yeah. gun-wielding... Whatever they are to restore by any means necessary. That's that can't that can't result in good things. I'm thinking, Keith. And it didn't. It what about George Bigfoot Wallace? Was he involved in that anywhere? Yeah. How'd you know about George Bigfoot Wallace? Well, he's the governor of Alabama. Yeah. But now William Bigfoot Wallace, he was a part of the Texas Rangers. But. That's right. Um, yeah, he was in there somewhere. I didn't read a whole lot okay, about him. Okay, I yeah. got you. Um, he was one of the famous ones. Though. He definitely was. Um, Along with one other that I got. So there was this. You got another one. What's that? Yeah, one? some Go guy ahead, named Hammer. Hammer. The Hammer. The, the Hammer. He was put it, the Hammer. Was it the Alabama one. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was MC Hammer. There you Michael go. Curtis Hammer. Back in the day. For those yeah. of you not in Alabama, the Alabama Hammer is a famous lawyer here in Alabama who lays the hammer down with some cheesy commercials. Man. Yeah. Hey, oh, speaking though, hey, oh, Texas, there is the one Texas, Texas Law Hall. Yeah, the Texas Law Hall. <laughs> I don't think y'all look those up do with. Uh, with the uh, what do you call it, the Texas Rangers? But this guy I'm thinking of, Hammer Man, he had retired from the Texas Rangers. All right. And his biggest caller was Post Ranger. He had been hired by the state prison system. And you know who he helped bring down? Who's that? Bonnie and Clyde. Oh yeah. Former Texas yeah. Ranger. I read a little bit about that. That's awesome. All right. So what do we know about Texas? Anybody got a date that Texas became a state? I am pretty computer illiterate, but it looks like maybe 1844. December 29th, 1845. 1845. Okay. Okay. So the Republic of Texas thing was over yeah. right. by then. John Guthrie, don't, don't offend some of the listeners. It's a country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the country. Do it as a country the of Republic Texas of Texas. Of All right. All right. So the for Republic the first 10 years of the Texas Rangers, they were Rangers of an independent country, basically. Right. right? Yeah. They, exactly. The Republic of Texas. So Exactly. Of course, nothing could go wrong there. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Nothing could go wrong with that. So anyway, um, moving back to early 1900s, we just jumped in and out of our time machine. We do that sometimes. Sometimes right? we do. We're, you we know, have a fast working time machine. Right, right now, we're in Texas, and <laughs> yeah. it's 1845, but you wouldn't know the difference right now. And we just jump right back to the early 1900s. Bam. 
skipped right through the Civil War. We don't want no part of that anyway. Oh, um, no, heck no. So anyway. We want unity um, and oneness. That's right. Um, they told them by any means necessary, and obviously that led to excess, and um, it led ultimately to the Nothing Poor Veneer, Texas massacre, which was where they went in and massacred an entire male population of this town. Um, Hispanic men, there was 15 men and boys ranging from 16 to 72. Wiped out the whole male population of that, that town. That's terrible, you know? That's terrible. Yeah, we don't want to gloss it over, so we don't want to be accused of uh, glorifying things that aren't uh, appropriate in any way. But, but that doesn't know, mean that at they, the same you know, time, overall, that, that they're not, the overall yeah, tenor they don't of have integrity. It's just uh, Absolutely. bad things can happen from time to time. So let me ask you this. Let me Let me back up real quick. Yeah. What did the Texas Rangers have to do with the Alamo, man? The Alamo. 1836, and it was in Texas. Surely somebody was One there. One year later, right? Yeah. Was um, Stephen F. Austin there? I don't know. We're going to get hammered, man, by the historians. I know, right? Because, you know, we've got so many. But we can like, make it up by doing an episode level. on the Alamo later. Yeah, maybe we'll, that's a good idea, dude. So I know Billy Bob Thornton was there. I'm Billy not Bob sure Thornton was who at, else. Ozzy Osbourne was at the Alamo. Was he? Yeah. Hold on. I refuse to believe that a movie director and actor was at the Alamo. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, you hadn't seen the movie The Alamo. He played, uh, what, did he, what did he play? Uh, Stephen F. Austin. No, he didn't play Austin. He played uh, Sam Bowie. Bowie. Sam Bowie, yep. Or Bowie. And his knife. Yep. He had a big old knife in that movie, too. All right. That's a good movie, though, if you hadn't seen yeah. that. That's excellent. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton's a trip. He is. Good actor. Speaking of which, check out our uh, episode yes. on our favorite actors hey it's going to come out soon by the time you have been listening to this podcast it's probably last week's it will be last week because yeah. it's edited but it's not quite tagged and maybe we'll uh me and my buddy matt may get that up here in a little bit man there you go yeah so anyway they did an investigation and right before world war one to see you know how bad this had gotten they, they found that they killed somewhere between three hundred and five thousand people you know give or take a thousand yeah that's, that's a big number. I thought about that. I thought that's a big number. It's like, I'm not really sure. Let's just put a big number on it. You know? Between one and yeah. a few thousand. Yeah. They killed a lot of people they probably shouldn't have, though, between 1910 and 1919. So um, the, what happens after that? You got the Depression, right? Yes, you do. Can't afford no Texas uh, Rangers no. anymore. Yeah, no, there was times, that's what I read, too, that they were in, about, in and out of service, if you will. Mm. So they dropped them down to about 45 people. There's supposed to be a... 150, right? 152 is what I heard. 152. From a buddy of mine. Got you. So, uh, dropped them down to about 45 people during the Depression. And uh, 1933, that's nearing the end of the Depression there. Y'all heard of that uh, Miriam Amanda Ma Ferguson? She goes by Ma. Like Ma Barker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what happened with her is. So, is that Ma Barker? Oh, I don't about? know about that. Ma Barker. I've heard it's of Ferguson. Ma Barker. No, this is Ferguson. Okay. It's her she ran Marcus' sister. She ran for yeah. She ran for governor. And uh, anyway, the Rangers made the mistake of backing her opponent, and when she got into governorship, she disbanded them. Okay, uh, so I forget y'all. Man. Yeah, nah, so they were disbanded for shortly there, but only two years. In 1935, they reorganized them, and that's when they reorganized them under the uh, Texas Department of Safety. Okay, and they're now. Uh, protect it and they've been reorganized like that ever since so they still have the same organization since 1930 so is that like when they became like the state trooper traffic cops of the state 
No, they're still not that. Okay. They're still like way better than yeah. that. Like they inve- they're investigative. Be a state so you ain't like right. Yeah. So you ain't likely to get pulled. But a Texas Ranger could pull you over if he wanted to. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know this is absolutely. <laughs> if they're taking like, their time to pull you over, yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely trouble. nothing like the Texas Rangers. But it's like the Alabama um, wildlife. Uh, Alabama. What is it? Help me out here. Wildlife Federation. Um, I don't know. The game, about, wardens, yeah, the game, game wardens. wardens, yeah, yeah, they have jurisdiction over the entire state. So, I mean, you can get pulled over by a state trooper, but but you ain't yeah, actually, the game wardens have greater right. powers as far as enforcing the law than state troopers do. I know right. my dad always told this story of this guy who got pulled over by a game warden, and he's like, he's like, oh, you're just a game warden, you can't do nothing, and he like, oh no, he like impounded his truck and everything. It was terrible. <laughs> We're talking smack to the game warden. Yeah, don't take, You're not don't really an officer yeah. of the law. Yeah. You're that, just a rental car. That would be common misconception <laughs> of the day, number one. Yeah, it would be. So, uh, anyway, um, they also, when they reorganized it, they made statutes that um, prevented them from being disbanded ever again because they consider them very important and very symbolic, and so they don't want them to ever be disbanded. So they weren't just at the whim of some political douche. Exactly. Mag, if you yes. Will. Like a governor who says you didn't support yeah. <laughs> me, so you're out of here. Well, you know? like you, Rangers. Yeah. So um, that's about all I got as far as the history. So, uh, what do y'all think, man? What's it mean to be a, a Texas Ranger? Would y'all want to be a Texas Ranger? Heck, no. I personally would not want to be a Texas Ranger. No, I don't think I personally want to be any kind of law enforcement officer. I wouldn't. Officer that and, 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 and that's not because I don't respect them. It's totally opposite of that. I totally respect what they do. Hey, speaking of, we can't give any names or say anything, but Keith and I are hoping, hoping in the future here, not too long, we might have some local law enforcement representatives on the podcast yes. if everything works out. And, uh, you know, part of our spiel is this. We try to keep things away from being overtly divisive or political or anything like that. But uh, yeah. It is interesting, you know. These this day and age, especially, there's a lot of positive and negative law enforcement stuff going around. Right. And uh, so we don't want to, we don't want to fuel the fire, but we want to, as we have opportunity to shed light on good things that folks are doing, whatever that yeah. may be. So yeah, well, let's just say it. We got a new sheriff in town. We're gonna try to interview. Okay. See what he's. We're gonna say. try to, man. And I don't know if he'll agree or not, but it's in the works. Maybe he will. But um. We just want to see like what his vision is for Gadsden, right? Yeah, Etowah County. Etowah County, yeah. Yeah. Gadsden's the seat of that. And Correct. Definitely needs some work around here for sure. We, I love this town, but some things need to be done. You yeah, know? yeah. So we want to see what his vision is for that. So I would like to be like a ranger of, you know, I don't know, musicianship or something. Like yeah. I just range around concerts or something. You just want the badge, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was about to say, I wouldn't mind carrying around the badge and looking cool, you know, but I, I know you can't do that without doing the work, though. No, so. man, you got to do the work. People, get, people of, get mad about speaking that. Speaking of, you got to. It's pretty dangerous work, too. It's pretty dangerous yeah, work, man. Absolutely. You got a brother. We don't we don't want to mention him if he do not want to be mentioned, but you may or may not have a brother that's former law enforcement, huh? Yeah, should we say that? He's that current okay? law enforcement. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he was lead investigator of Etowah County for a little he's while. He's one of our biggest fans. He is. And Matt yeah. Sheet was a big plumber well. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to shout him out? Yeah, Jim Clay. What's up, Jim Clay? What's up, Jim Clay? Hey, Jim. And his brother calls him Bud. I call Bud. him Bud. Yeah, I always have. Right. Now, does Jim, Jim now, did you really? Oh, yeah. Now, Jim even uh, admits himself at times that he is. It's expressed that he looks like somebody 
that it's not Jim Clay. Who's that? You tell me. Looks like I mean, like I saw on Facebook recently. He thought he looked like uh, the guy off Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, when I was watching Breaking, what's that guy's name? I don't know the actor's oh, name. Gosh, what a I great, know. what a great show. I don't know, but what, Walter. What's his uh, name on a hot Hildenberg? What's what's the name on Breaking Bad? He called himself Hildenberg. Yeah. Is that it, Hildeberg? I, I, I don't know. When I had the goatee instead of the full beard, yeah. every time I would go to one of Alex's football games his senior year, all the all the kids would say, hey, do you know you look just like the guy with the Breaking Bad? Oh, really? I had the gigantic bald head and the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the goatee. And, and I'm like, no, but thank you for telling me that. Well, what's there funny is when I was watching Breaking Bad, I told my wife, I said, he, he looks a lot like my brother. He reminds yeah. me of my brother. And then, like, years later, because I watched it when it was out, you know, years right. later, I see on Facebook where he puts that on there, and, like, he says that he gets that all the time. I never even said anything to him about it. That's funny, yeah. man. But, yeah, he does favor him a lot. So, anyway, I got um, the Texas Creed. Anybody look that up? Nope. nope. No man in the wrong can stand up to a man in the right who just keeps on a-coming. Is that it? That's it. Oh, man, I was waiting for more. Uh, <laughs> that's the whole creed. They will keep okay. it simple so they can remember it. Okay, that's um, awesome. So that's the Texas Ranger creed. Um, so what other uh, pop culture We've things? We've got a creed. Yeah, we do. Our mission statement, right? right? We're here to just rock your face off and bring joy and encouragement and laughter to your that's right. whatever day that you're listening to this song. Now, let's clarify that. Rock okay. your face off is in a very good way. That's right, yeah. Okay, no, so we may not understand that concept if you've never been to a concert and had your face rocked off. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it was. I wrote it down. I've got it on my thing, but I don't remember it what is it was. It is to empower people with knowledge while bringing them joy and laughter. Man, there you go, man. If you can do that. That'll do, pig. Bring knowledge. That'll do, that'll that'll do. do brother. <laughs> well, really, though, in this day and age, we, uh, we want to push values like people need to learn how to disagree but still love each other and get along. Right. Absolutely, man. Well, how we want to tie this up, Keith? Well, what uh, you got to any like, other, head us out with uh, any some, other some pop Texas culture Walker. things y'all can think of? Pop culture. What about the Lone Ranger, man? I don't even think about that. Oh, uh, was he a Texas Ranger? The Lone Ranger? He's a Rogue Ranger. The Lone Ranger. The Lone Texas. He's Ranger? A, he was an ex. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what the Ranger part means. Well, how about that? He how was about an community and one? Yeah. Him I have Tonto, wa- man. I have watched yeah. several Lone Ranger movies. The old black and yeah. white ones are my favorite. There was some other ones too. Uh, other movies. Um, Let's see. There are honorary rangers. There was uh, honorary rangers. Yeah, uh, I think John, you talked a while ago. George Bush, George oh, Herbert yeah, Walker yeah. Bush. Was oh, a, I don't know. I know he owned the Texas Rangers. Yeah, but you had um, uh, what was that? The Lonesome Dove was about yeah. rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was in that? Robert Duvall and uh, was it? Oh, we just talked about him. Tommy last Lee week. Jones. Tommy Lee. Yeah. Because we were talking about No Country for Old Men. Right. And there was some movies, too. I can't remember them all, though. But anyway. It's all right, man. So, Keith, why don't you tell the people where they can reach us and be in touch with us and how that will help us out and stuff. On Facebook, uh, I think our tag is Do You Flumadiddle. Do You Flumadiddle at gmail.com. Do You Flumadiddle at gmail. And And get on that iTunes, Five-star rating. We need five-star. Just like the five-star Chinese buffet here in town. Right. We need a five-star rating on iTunes. Because or as we call it, our blessed lady of the five-star Jonathan. That's right. <laughs> absolutely, our blessed lady of the five-star. And, you know, that would really help us out. 
And yeah. we'll shout you out on the podcast if you give us a five-star rating. And we were talking the other day, like, we've had ups and downs. We've had several hundred listeners on the episode, Upside and then it go all the way down. Away. But it never gets below, like, the lowest we've ever gotten. It's like, what, 50? Something like that. Something we got about 50s. 50, so we have a core folks. group of people. So if you're one of those... Just, just know that we appreciate your core group. We appreciate everybody, but we really appreciate that core group who's faithful and listens every week. And if you are one of those people, share us and help us grow. And you know we what? Really On that it. note, as much as we love Alabama, Arizona, Oklahoma, and the United States of America, we still have a special place in our heart for the Republic of Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. Who has supported, who has supported us? They have supported us. We have had a way disproportionate number of listeners in Ireland. And I we think hope they like still, our accent. I know. We hope you're still listening. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Peace, y'all. Peace.